Hello and welcome to episode 207 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I'm my co-host, Justin. Hello, listeners. Jeremy's not here again. He went out of town this time. Do we know yet why he was in Dallas? Nope. Okay. Uh, was it just him? Did Manny go with him? Yeah, Manny. Well, I guess no reason for her not to, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so, Miss Pandaria... Cinematic, Cinematic trailer, trailer came out of Gamescom and then they put it online. Uh, I liked it a lot. You liked it? Yeah, it reminded me of um, well, it reminded me of a, a Pixar or a DreamWorks movie. Not just because you had a Kung Fu Panda, hmm. but there's some comedy beats in there that we've never really seen Blizzard do before. Um, that's because it's good. pandas. And they automatically I mean, I mean equal they wouldn't funny. do comedy. Any other? I mean, like, there's well, no. Considering there's the never, or, the origin for Pandar- Pandarian was all you know jokes anyway, yeah. right? Like it, like the secret race, mm-hmm. but not actually. Oh, but you know what? Fuck it. Actually, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, in the quality of the cinematic, you know, the quality of animation and everything, it's Blizzard quality. It's what you expect. So it's always nice to see another one of these, just if you're a fan of that kind of stuff. Um, doesn't get me any more excited for the expansion or anything, mm. which I guess is really the, the reason for the <laughs> the trailer. So I guess I failed on that front. Did it make you want to play Mr. Pandaria, Matt? No. No, yeah. But, uh... But mostly, it just made me say, I wish they would just make a Warcraft movie. Just, you know, right. like, fuck this, you know, who was it? Um, Tim Burton or, no, Sam Raimi Sam is Raimi. who they had tapped. You know, I mean, they would still need to put some real writers and a real director on board. But uh, They don't need just, to make it live action. Or no. Like I mean, just make it a CG movie. Yeah. It would be awesome. Right use all the proper animators and whatnot plus Um, it's one of those things where it's like blizzard has so much fucking money it annoys me that they're under activision because i could see a company like blizzard saying like you know we've made so much money off of this franchise we can give back even if we don't think that um we'll necessarily even break even on this movie you know because there's there's always that's why we don't get big cg blockbuster movies because people think cg is for kids Beowulf was a CG movie. Didn't do all that well. People won't really take chances I, on it. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, it was basically more CG than real life. But you know, obviously, the key in that is the CG was realistic. They were trying to sell it as real life. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this Warcraft movie, it would be like the Warcraft cinematics. You can tell that's not real, even though it looks really good these days. Well, thirteen, you know, ten million people will go see it, Justin. Exactly. That's that's my point, but ten million is a surprisingly small amount of people when it comes to a movie audience. Well, five, three million, seven million would pirate it. I think honestly, in this <laughs> in this day and age of where like most of the um, most of the proceeds for um, for movies go or come from overseas now, mm-hmm. 
like movies will come out and they'll only make 48 million in domestic and people are like oh what a flop and they're like and then people have to point out well no it made another 68 million overseas overseas is a huge market now as the uh, second world countries come into their own and i think a cg warcraft movie would do really really well overseas i'm curious at how much it cost them to make a you know three or four minute cinematic yeah i'm kind of curious that myself it seems like it'd be a lot of money yeah i don't know for what i mean i guess again the idea is to get people excited and wanting to play Mm -hmm. but i don't think that those cinematics accomplish that i think people just watch them and but they've already decided whether they're going to play or not yeah, because it doesn't. It's like you know, Call of Duty cinematic or something. It's like that's not gameplay footage. I mean, right? It, it looks cool, but uh, we were talking about it, and I think my main thing with it is that in the trailer, it seems like to me that knowing that the pandas are going to be Hoarder Alliance, that that plot doesn't make sense because if the pandas fighting both of them, shouldn't he be like a third faction? Shouldn't he be, like, against both of them? Because, I mean, like, he he wouldn't... Oh, you know what? You're fucking up my homeland. I'm going to join one of you guys, though. You know, like, I mean... Yeah. Like, if they're coming there and they're, like, ruining everything... I don't know if they're... I mean, a couple of dudes fighting on top of a temple isn't, like, showing up and ruining everything. Well, if you watch any of the other cinematics... There are other like, cinematics? Yeah, there's... there's they On MMO Champion just today, I guess, they posted some other cinematic in-game stuff in-game that stuff. happens like i guess you do some quest lines or something and then you'll unlock those well uh, that's but, you know that's my answer is that this is sort of like our first encounter with the pandas and then there's probably as you work your way through the zone and certainly for the panda side i mean you're gonna learn a lot playing from the panda side um, well spoilers panda side sounds like wiping out panda all panda species uh, spoilers the video one of these videos here it shows like the horde and alliance fighting each other around a panda thing and then they make it collapse, and then some big giant demon thing comes out of it. Whoa! So I guess like oh, so it's like so I guess like that was put there to were, hold yeah, that that spirit for thousands of years. It. Yeah, you done fucked up. Yeah, you have fucked up now. So now I guess that makes the pandas have to join them to fight whatever the fuck they did. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I'm not a hundred percent with with your argument, but I'm with you just in the idea that I mean. The pandas seemed like they would be a neutral faction all on their own. They right. wouldn't seem like they would take sides ostensibly against each other. You know, if they're one's and joins Horde, you know, it's brother against brother. It's civil war all over again. I don't see those panda the panda people doing that just because these people show up. I mean, when you're running out in the field and you're, as a panda alliance panding, you see a, a, a Horde panda. It's going to be kill on death, just like it is with Horde and Alliance. So that seems if really you're ready, you're dead, panda. Exactly. That seems silly to me but i don't know how a neutral faction would work i guess they need to be a target for for 90 percent of the game mm-hmm. i don't know why yeah. they can't just be neutral you know why can't we just have a race that just can go anywhere they want to would they be unharmable no they could be attacked by both races but well, they I think can still go into like the town when they go would, into the towns. You couldn't attack them, maybe or something like that. I don't know. Well, that unless it, it'd have to be one of those sanctuary type towns. Yeah, I don't know. I really wish they would do like Rift has done apparently, and just get rid of all the factions. Hmm. They can't get rid of the factions in Warcraft. I guess not. 
It's Horde and Alliance, man. Um, Even though every expansion inevitably is Horde and Alliance team up to defeat a greater enemy. Yes. Uh, but we we sometimes have to b- defeat the Alliance to get to that enemy. Yeah, we sometimes have to fight the Alliance on our way to the greater enemy because that's not completely counterproductive. Uh, so, uh, talking about the, the classes and stuff, we get to, uh, the races and stuff, we get to play every race now. Every race is available or will no matter, be available. And, uh, no matter which expansions right. you have. And pandas will be available once mists come out. Which I thought was surprising. Mm-hmm. You won't, you won't get to go to, that's what's weird about it is you get the panda starting area, but you don't get to actually go to Pandaria. Yeah. You don't get or, to go outside of it. Yeah. Pandora, Pandaria greater, I guess. So I wonder what I guess. Well, maybe you, can you go there? No, wait, huh? Hmm. hmm. I guess it'd be an instance area, so yeah. you'd have to leave it. It's probably its own continent. But that doesn't. Okay. Yeah, I guess it would be like the goblin area, where it was like you crashed on a, a deserted part, and then you mm-hmm. you just had to zone out. To get out of there. My question is, is um, Ghostlands and everything above that, is that open to everybody now? Did they open that up at some point? Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're, the, we're the worst mm-hmm. people to ask that yeah. question, probably. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh-huh. It seems... <laughs> and you can't, I mean, you can't buy a later expansion and add that to your account without buying the previous well, one. I right? would just say yes to that because, you know, everybody gets Burning Crusade now, so. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, like, you can't attach... Can you can you buy Cataclysm and attach that to your account without attaching Wrath of the Lich King? No, I don't think so. I wouldn't think so either. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's done that. Like, they've went and bought... Cataclysm, and they didn't. You know, they didn't realize. I think it would be easy to do if you don't keep up with the game. You don't know what comes next. You're not. I mean, you, you didn't do the research. Kind of feels like each expansion that comes out should just automatically upgrade you from base set all the way to like mm-hmm. you have to buy the base set and the latest expansion, and you get everything previous. I mean, why not? You're already paying forty dollars for the damn expansion anyway. Yep. Yep. But. Blizzard, they are not the benevolent overlords. That well, that's Valve what's are. weird about it is you buy the expansion, and it has the full game on there and everything. You just can't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Hell, just I mean, this just shows how different they are than every other MMO runner. I mean, like they really should just—you can just buy the expansion and you get everything. Mm-hmm. Like each expansion that comes out, it should just give you everything to play. I mean, you're paying $40 for the privilege to pay $15 a month for their game. Whereas most games are like, please download our game for free. Please take it. Take everything we have. Please for free. Play for free. And if you feel like, buy some, buy some helmets or yeah. something. You know, and, and then you've got Blizzard. It's like, no, you must pay $40. Plus the previous amount for the, all the other expansions right. and $15 a month. Oh, also, we've got, we've got some stuff you can buy in a store, too. I mean, if you really yeah, want you, to, you can, give us really another, game. you can give us another 25-er if you would like for to. this mount. Right. That's the amazing position they're in, though. Man, I'll be glad with Guild Wars 2. I don't know. I don't really care. Uh, I'll be glad when another MMO comes out that, gets all, that sucks away all the users of WoW. Mm. I don't think it's going to happen. 
I mean, they've been talking about that happening for years, right? The next WoW killer, and it has yet to... I think Knights of the Old Knights, what, ugh, the Old Republic there you go. had the best chance, and even it's down to below a million. Right. Even they couldn't fight. Guild the only Wars thing that's going to dethrone will... it is Titan. Guild Wars 2 will suck away players, but they'll just come back. That's what they all do, because everybody has played WoW for so long, it's their home. That's what it is. World of Warcraft is your home. That's where you live. That's where all your stuff is on the wall. Everything you've got, everything you've accumulated, it's all there. Other expansions, that's a vacation. Oh, what's the we're go we can go we can go on a couple vacations this year, honey. Where do you want to go? Well, let's go to Rift and let's go to Guild Wars 2 for a month. And then they come home. So, until the home I don't know. I don't until they decide to sell their house is being a home. That's, I'll say that's what it is for most players. I'll just say that's where they've accumulated the most stuff. I'll say, wow, is my timeshare that I have every <laughs> like I I know I've 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 got it and I'm gonna have, every time I'm gonna you, have to end up going to it, it every now and then. <laughs> I'm putting money towards it and I'm like, ugh. Honey, we gotta, we got Remember, we got that, uh, got that out in California at the beach. You know, we gotta, we gotta use it, or otherwise, we're just paying for nothing. Oh, except, so. I mean, where that fails is that you know, you don't have to pay for a while. It just sits well, there yeah, yeah. when you're not using it. But I, I think know, for MMO people... players, that's where, that's where just where their home is, and they, and they, they're always paying that electricity bill at home. Mm-hmm. That's the people that don't. I haven't played for eight months, but I still pay just in case I want to log on. Because I don't realize that I can cancel and then resubscribe at any time. derp a derp I've been one of those people before. I'm just, I'm just, you know, trying to speak out for everybody. If you're still playing for a while but you haven't played in at least three months, cancel the goddamn subscription, please. So it looks like the beta patch is going to go live. Uh, I mean, the... This week? We said August 20... Something by the end of... 25th. Yeah. That's Same day as Guild Wars 2 comes out. point, whatever is supposed to hit. Same day as Guild Wars 2. Um, also, it looks like the Diablo 1.0.4 is supposed to come out this Tuesday. They've pretty much confirmed that, I believe. So, so still not one. And those legendary items are pretty freaking amazing. Is it the same legendaries, just uh, both better stats? No, they've actually, like, given them stuff to do. Like, they'll do stuff now. Oh, okay. So, like, well, they talk about one, they talked about a ring, I can't remember what it was called, like, something puzzle box but, or something But like what that. I was saying is it's, it's legendaries we already have, and they've added stuff to them. And they're making new stuff. Okay, but, but it's not like... I, th- I think we've decided we understand what, I, what I'm getting at and that you've agreed to it. But what? I just was trying to be perfectly clear. All the fancy previous badass... Stuff, le- previous legendaries you have will be more badass. Well, well, they won't be shit. They don't get upgraded. At all? No, just so new all the leg- drops. So, okay, only new legendaries. Yeah. Okay. But they'll be confusing, the, man. They'll, they'll be the old legendaries dropping, but they'll be revised. I see what you're getting at now. Okay. So it's like so 2.0 same, legendaries dropping. So there'll be... They'll, You'll have so they'll be like versions. they'll be like old and busted legendaries yeah. floating around yes. the game, and then but they'll have the same name. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Just rename the goddamn well, things. Just, How will you delineate them? Well, they'll have different stats and stuff on them. But otherwise, they'll have the same name, and you just have to look at every single one of them and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is one of the old shitty ones." Yeah, that's really shitty. That's really shitty for looking at the auction mm-hmm. house. 
You just come on, think about you it, filter Matt. It. You know that's you shitty. How do you filter? How do you filter? I don't know. They're adding new filtering systems. <laughs> that's garbage. Anyways, so there's like a new ring, like puzzle box ring or something. I don't remember. Puzzle something ring. And How does it's that fit on my finger? Whenever you have a chance, you have a chance of when you get hit to summon a treasure goblin. Wow. <laughs> and people are like, that's going to that's gonna be interesting during a boss fight. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, hey, risk reward, right? Yeah. That's a really <laughs> fucking low ass chance, but yeah, like a point zero zero one. That's one of those things that'll uh, you'll have it on and you, and it'll never do it when you want it to. Right. It'll always do it when you're like fighting Diablo One Inferno. It'll always do it when you're fighting like pieces of shit champions. And well, all those guys it. are going to be easier, right? Yeah, is that in this patch or is it the yeah, next one? Patch. Okay, easier, but not. Uh, you know, it's it's a little confusing, but it's right. easier. The trappier. Uh, they're weakening the the suffixes, yeah, and prefixes or whatever they are, affixes. But so pose yeah. So that patch is supposed to come out so the I'm same day. You said uh, this Tuesday. Oh, okay. So when this when the podcast comes out, it should be out. So I'm looking to see how that affects the auction house. Maybe that'll bring people back in. Um, <laughs> Potential buyers. You mean yeah. <laughs> people just can't seem to grasp that they can't. They'll have to wait till Mr. Pandaria comes out to be able to play the panda. They just can't figure that out. Well, I mean, they're just like having to get people. They're having to ask Blue Post to confirm. Maybe hey. the maybe the all races playable is with throwing them off. Yeah, I guess. Oh, so, so that means that no, it's not what it. No, no. fuck you, God damn it, no. <laughs> look, here's how it works. They're I can like, just well, imagine a blizzard going. Just- look, he slams his hands down. He's getting sick of all these people. People are just like, oh man, we're gonna get to play those for play those ahead of time before the expansion even comes out. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, you'll be able to do race changes and stuff like that once the expansion comes out. Uh, I don't. This is stupid to me. Um, Horde is the evil faction. This kind of duality exists in almost every kind of epic storyline that involves factions at war. Eventually, it comes down to a simpler question. Does the concept of absolute evil and good even exist? There are plenty of books trying to what, what answer are you this, reading right that now? question. This is, a, this is a blue post. Okay. Somebody, I guess, was like complaining that Horde is the evil faction. But he's like... And they constantly have to be like, no. He's like, I'd rather just say that to me, Horde does seem more evil than Alliance. But that's mostly due to aesthetics. Think about the Forsaken and the Undercity. I mean, it's undeniable that Horde looks are meant to be evil-looking names also, except maybe Torrens. They're just too cute in their own hairy and beastly way. Yeah, I mean, they kind of they kind of painted themselves into a corner by picking the, God, you know, orcs and, 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 and trolls and especially zombie characters. Like, oh, but they're not the evil guys. Right. They're just, they're just mistaken, which, I mean, I like about it. Yeah. But... You know, this this is what they wrote themselves into. Right. They could have made new kinds of races of monster-looking things that were new, though. I don't know why they couldn't have just... They chose the classics. Except for Blood Elves. Blood Elves, if anything, are the most evil-looking and probably the most evil of. Yeah, because they were... They did do evil things. Yeah, they're all about magic, like doing whatever they can to be more powerful. I just don't like, it's like, hey, don't judge a book by the cover. 
Talk about a bunch of stuff about pets. Apparently, the limit's going to be 500 pets, I guess. I don't know. There's a limit? I guess. It says... Talk about duplicate pets and all this kind of stuff, and... I don't know. Blue Post. Ugh. Hmm. Maybe there's a maybe there's a parody song I can work in there using porno for Pyro's pets. Maybe Martians. I guess there's nothing else really to talk about here. Yeah, no, we talked about that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. So what are you doing? Uh, I played a little more of that Space Marine. Okay. I like it a little more. Okay. Um, I'll probably finish that. It's, you know, again, it's, if you just like killing tons of enemies, just visceral, rah, man, testosterone, cutting dudes, shooting dudes, you know, that that's one thing that's good about it is it's part Gears of War, part third person brawler, and you really get your decision of whether you want to jump into one or the other. At will. I mean, you're not going to do very good once they get on top of you if you keep trying to use your weapon. But I unlocked a rage mode, you know, which is not particularly unique or creative. But hey, it's another thing. It's the thing you can activate every once in a while when shit gets crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it uses up time and eventually it turns off. Um, I got a jetpack thing, but it's one of those like, you find a jetpack and you use it for a little level and then you go into a cave and it's like, it's <laughs> like, Oh, the jetpack. I don't even remember what he said. It was so ridiculous. It was like, oh, the jetpack won't fit in here or that's too clunky. Even though it's like clearly you can just like run around inside the cave with the jetpack on. So it just immediately just takes the jetpack away. Not a fan of when they do that in games, but jetpack's pretty fun. Um, I wish they would pull the camera back a little bit so you could aim it a little better Mm because you have an ability where you can like land and blow up everybody around you. But uh, made things get a little vertical for those areas, but. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it was worth the $15 or whatever I paid for it. Um, most of the, quote, video games I've been playing has been doing mock drafts. <laughs> that's, uh, that's fantasy football mock drafting, which is where you get in there with a bunch of other people and uh, it doesn't matter. basically do a draft. You don't keep the players or anything. Yeah. It's just a way to practice you're drafting for game day for when you actually draft. Um, but for someone who like, you know, it's, it's, I know it's, it's so hard for people to understand who don't know anything about fantasy football or hate fantasy football because you know, the constant nerd versus sports dichotomy. But like, as the season starts up, you just start getting excited. Mm-hmm. And I mean, our, our, our friend, John, he's, he's fucking, he's got the disease bad right now, but you just like, it's all you, it's all the podcasts you want to listen to. You, you start you, po- some certain podcasts start doing like daily podcasts. You're like, when is, have they got one up? Oh, it's up! I'm going to listen to this now. And uh, so I've just been kind of working out a lot of that excitement uh, doing drafting. Uh, I started. Uh, you just start watching the league again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't start until October, right? Did you watch last season? No, I didn't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You should pick up and watch it. But I mean, it, I mean, it's funny and all. I just it, it's hilarious, hilarious. A lot of the humor. It seems like a lot of the humor in the settings are kind of could be any show. It just it's it's just 
themed with fantasy mm-hmm. football, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the impression I got. I don't yeah, have, just the you know, honestly, I don't have a problem with the show. It's just, for some reason, I can't bring myself to, like, commit to uh, comedy shows. I don't know why. I love comedy. It's just, a, it's, a, it's a hiccup with me. I mean, I started watching Workaholics. First episode's pretty funny. And then I was like, yeah, I haven't really felt like watching another episode. I did watch an episode of Law & Order, the very first episode of Law & Order from 1990. They're all on Netflix, and what's cool about it is they're all in HD, because those Law & Order episodes from the beginning were filmed. I mean, if you remember... If, I, I know growing up in the 90s, I don't know if you remember this, Matt, but I remember like Law & Order was the first show I remember being in Letterbox. Do you remember that, having the, no. the black lines at the bottom that of the top? That would annoy the fuck out of me. Law & Order was a show that was like that. I always remember thinking, like, wow, it's like a movie. Um, why do they do that? You know, But it's great now, because... As far as I understood, they they just had to like dig those films out and just like transfer to Blu-ray and spit them out. So all it's just weird watching a show from 1990 because most of the time, like honestly, one of the things that kind of halts me from going back to watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I'm gonna have to go back to the 90s and watch shitty like 480, maybe if I'm lucky, you know, four by three. That's not true. They're probably show. I update that. Well, th- that's the thing is that most TV shows before 2000 and even into the 2000, they were shot in 4x3. Mm-hmm. They didn't even bother shooting it in widescreen because mm-hmm. they knew it was going on the television. So a lot of those old shows, I mean, fucking Avatar, which was done in uh, 2005, they shot that in 4x3, mm-hmm. uh, The Last Airbender. Um, so you watch it on Netflix and you got to watch it all in 4x3. It's not, it doesn't have like an HD release. It actually looks kind of shitty on Netflix, but it's still really good and you should watch it. But uh, I'd never seen that episode of Law and Order. I, I could see I could see myself watching a lot of that at the same time. That's a lot of Law and Order, mm-hmm. especially of episodes I've seen before. Um, I get I get a, a lot of uh, like viewers guilt when I start to watch a show that I love or like, and I'm like I should be watching one of these, you know, twenty some odd other shows I've never seen before that everybody raves about instead of wasting my time doing this. But, uh, you just want to watch what you want to watch. I mean, yeah. There's some great... It starts off with that one guy. I can't think of any of their names right now. But, uh... So, and uh, aside from that, um, I'm a big tower defense fan. Uh-huh. I like that genre of games. Um, there have been multiples that have put on, that have been put on iOS, uh, iPhone, iPad, and I'm not, I've never been able to get into any of them, but uh, Field Runners Two, and I haven't, I never tried the Field Runners One. I never heard about it. Field Runner, Field game called Field Runners Two came out. F I E L D. Yeah. Field Runners. I'm trying to imagine something called filled, like they're filled up. Field Runners. Oh hell! I mean, they could be like P H I L E D or something. I mean, like huh. so many dumb ways they could probably spell that for and put it yeah. on iOS with a Z on the end. Field yeah. runners, run ours. Anyway, uh, this is a really good one. It's it it's most like the kind of desktop tower defense games where you sort of put your towers wherever you want. But um, the thing that makes this unique from a lot of the tower defense games I've played, like for example, Defense Grid, is just the the weaponry type. There's I, they get unique. You know, usually you've got like your machine gun, sort of your base thing, and then you've got like a like a slower but harder hitting gun cannonball firing Something that hits in like 
a straight line and then something that hits like it puts a yep. dot on them and something that yep. puts a you and you've got your, like your flamethrower types which is yeah. like oh hits a group of enemies yeah. um and you've got a slowing tower of some sort so it's got all that but then it also has um like there's a tower if you think of a grid setup there's a tower that shoots in a cross pattern so you put it on edges where they're coming down hallways and it'll fire on enemies in that way. So it's it's interesting trying to figure out, use these kinds of weapons that have limitations in a tower defense way as someone who's played a lot of these kinds of games before, you know, seen a lot of the same stuff. It's interesting seeing something new like that where you can really position. They've got these types of towers that shoot in four directions in this, sort of in the same way as the tower I just mentioned. But the interesting thing about them is if you uh, have a tower it further further away from that tower and... So the tower shoots because it sees an enemy. It shoots in all four directions, even though it only is shooting because of the one enemy. If the bullets hit another tower of the same type, it'll make that tower fire. So you can get an assortment of those kind of towers just sort of chaining off of each other. Because they won't fire unless the enemy is like pretty close to it. But if you can get them set up to like one goes off and it sets them all off, you'll end up hitting a whole lot of enemies. Plus those bullets go through stuff. So that's pretty fun. Uh, I highly recommend that if you have an iOS device. Uh, very well made. But otherwise, I'm help, helping helping my friend build a, a computer. That's that's kind of interesting. It's it's really interesting in the, right now to me because there's no new consoles coming out anytime soon. And you know, you really look at the console cycles. You had like. Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, like, in 90, 91, 92. And then the PlayStation was the next generation in 95. Then we had the PlayStation 2 by 2000 and the Xbox and the GameCube right after that. And then by 2005, you had the Xbox 360 and then the PS3 and the Wii a year later. We haven't had anything since Mm -hmm. then. It's been six years. That's the longest we've gone between console cycles. So it's really interesting because those consoles are getting so old that you can play basically the next generation experience on your computer. It's not a lot of games that quite push it that far. It's pretty much like Witcher 2 and Crisis well, 3. They've, Crisis they've announced, 2. though, that the new Xbox that we're Well, they're about. talking about it. There's all kinds of rumors, you know. Well, I mean, I heard, like, on IGN, they said that the the Xbox Live guy had blurted that they were working on the new... Well, er, yeah, and everybody assumes... I mean, we, we know that they're working on it, right? And, and the assumption is that they're going to announce something next year... And then it's sort of going to be well, like... we got the new Wii coming out this year, right? You do have the Wii U, but at the same time, it's slightly better than a PS3, mm-hmm. you know? It's just like the Wii. It's like when the Wii was coming out. It's slightly better than what we have right now, but not a whole lot better. And there's not a whole lot of exciting games for it. And, it, and you know, it's Nintendo. They're doing that kind of, like, family-friendly type game. So it's not really for us hardcore gamers. But it's exciting, and it's, it's interesting... The other thing that's interesting about computer building is I was amazed. I know it's only a year later, but like most of the basic parts, I'm just like, just this is what I used last year. Just use this. Like, when, I guess once you get a good case, there's no reason to choose a different oh, case no. until someone comes out with something better. But I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's not a lot to do. Circulation, right? If a new motherboard comes out or something, I guess they would have to need to. And the same RAM. I mean, there's no really real technological advances on RAM. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest difference is the how cheap SSDs are now. Mm-hmm. Like I bought a 128 gig SSD last year, and that was like 250 dollars. And he can get you know 256 for pretty much the same price. Um, 
and then uh, setting them up at the Ivy Bridge, Intel, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the other thing about processors. I mean, we've talked about that. It seems like they hit you know three point two gigahertz or whatever, or three point four or whatever, like ten years ago, right? Didn't they? <laughs> so now yeah, it's well, like yeah, yeah, it's just now they just multiply them. the cores exactly. But it, it's just I don't know the c- computer technology is interesting. But uh, well, supposedly they can't get any smaller. Mm. Like, that's the problem is they can't they can't make they can't make them any smaller. So they just have to add more to them. Hmm. And then and then program everything to take advantage of I guess like, so of different like splitting ones. processes and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah. The new Windows Eight. That is yeah. <laughs> yeah, Windows 8. I saw something today on Reddit. So, this is a little over my head. But basically, I don't even know how to word this. But basically, um, the Windows Defender comes with... So, using 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 Windows, you can actually set certain sites to be blocked. Like within Windows, within host name, something or other, I could just start right. blurting yeah, off words, but yeah. basically using the system files. Well, there is uh, a uh, function tied with Windows 8 to their system defender, and it lists four websites that can't be blocked. And it's YouTube, it's uh, Facebook, it's ad.doubleclick.net, and some other websites. So, of course, this sent up red flags when people found it because they were like, oh, is this some like forcing you to not be able to block ads thing going on. Now, they got a response from um from the uh from corporate or whatever some PR person that was like, "Well, no, it's because it's and 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 people pointed out that you can turn off the defender and it turns this function off." And the idea supposedly from their side of it is that it's to keep those sites from being blocked by viruses or whatnot. It's basically to make you always able to go to these sites. Um, I don't know why ad.doubleclick would be added to that list. Like, it's so important that I get my ads. So it kind of seems like a bunch of bullshit. But it's, it's stuff like that that makes you be like, yeah, I don't know about the Windows 8. Plus, I mean, I've yet to hear anything that makes it so much better than Windows 7. Yeah. It seems like the crux of it is to get that kind of metro, but they don't want you calling it metro, but to get that modern style in there. Mm. No start menu and all that business. I mean, it's it's for tablets. You know, it's for tablets and phones. Yeah. And I don't, and there's really no reason for any of us to buy it. And I feel like when Windows Nine comes around, it's going to be a mea culpa, and they're going to be like, "Oh, our bad." And it's going to be both. You're going to be able to go back and forth mm-hmm. between the two, probably. There's also rumors about Valve, supposedly maybe coming out with their own OS. Why? Why would you even try? Why? Why do people even try to want to get into that market? Well, the fear that Windows is pushing more in an Apple direction. With this kind of Windows 8, you know, like forcing people to, you know, dropping these OSs on us that are more geared towards casual people. Yeah. So, you know, Valve has been, you know, they're in a big push right now to get all their games on Linux, which nobody's really done in a long time. Linux is a very uh, forgotten market. Why doesn't just Android, why doesn't just Google do something? Incorporate Chrome. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. I I mean, they, they have... They used like a Chrome OS for a bunch of netbooks, so mm. kind of everybody thought that that would be the next step. I don't see why it wouldn't, and you know, it's Google. It probably is. It's probably in their pipeline. Someone pointed out that Google will launch services all the time just to see how it does. 
It's shit you ain't never heard of. Like, I didn't know about that. What was it? Google Maps? or Not no Google Maps. Google Find or Google Location. Whatever it was Jeremy and Mandy were using yeah, to we keep could, track of each other. You could sync up your phone with it so you could... I never even heard of that. It's just all I would never of... want to use it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's... You like... were in a family, wouldn't you? I don't need to... I mean, that's just... that's To me, that's like some invasion. I agree. Shit. But your wife would be like, what do you mean invasion? We're married. Yeah, and I'd be this like, is a relationship. so you want me to know where you're at at all times? I mean, like, she'd I be like, I don't mind. I'd be like, why wouldn't you want me to know where you're at? Because I'm out banging somebody that's not <laughs> complaining about why they don't know where I'm at. <laughs> Lay off me, bitch. Uh, so I, I've been playing uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive, uh-huh. the new. I've been playing the beta right Counter-Strike now. Counter Strike Go. Yeah, CS Go. Uh, that's really, I really enjoy it. Hawkinson, I was trying to like, why should I play it? What seems like, why, what's so different about, you know, what's different from it than Battlefield 3 or Call of Duty or anything like that? And I was playing today, and one guy was like, this is just like Call of Duty. And I was like, no, it's nothing like Call of Duty. I mean, like, Call of Duty... Do you get up five seconds after you die? Yeah. No, you fucking yeah. don't. Usually you wait until the round yeah. ends. That's, the, the, that's um, the defining difference between Counter-Strike and every other game. Yeah, you don't have the respawn... And then then you don't have... You, you have loadouts, pretty much, for Battlefield 3 and Call of Duty, which you don't... And, uh, you gotta buy your shit every round. Yeah, you? you have to buy your stuff every time. And it's all dependent on if you win or lose and how many kills you get, because you get money for kills. And... um. Yeah, I mean it's just it's and it's a lot more competitive, you know. It's a lot more strategies involved, and like because you got to know whether or not you want to save for a round because you know they're gonna buy their weapons, so you just like shit. We you don't want to blow your money because you won't have nothing the next round. Well, when I saw you and Hawkinson talking about that, I almost intervened to point out that much like DayZ, the fact that you don't imme- you can't respawn makes people, in my opinion, play more realistically. You know, right. you don't have, like, the guy that's just like, I'm just going to run around with a knife because who gives a fuck? You know, you can't do that. I mean, you can, but that kind of guy, you know, he's in there for 10 minutes and then he leaves. <laughs> you get people are, that, you know, they're much more yeah, careful. Yeah, they stay back. Yeah. They actually do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and, I, and you have the two different modes, which is hostage and bomb. Which is the terrorists are trying to plant a bomb, and then the other one is you trying to go rescue hostages from the terrorists. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Counter Strike. It's the same thing as been for. I really, <laughs> I really like the what they've changed up. Like so now, um, in the beta, it's best out of thirty, and so every, uh, at the fifteen uh, round mark, you switch sides, and so it's a best out of thirty. So if you can get to sixteen, you'll win, and then you'll just go to a new map. But that's automatic. Yeah. So like what happened? That's surprising because there's so many, I thought there were so many people that just like you got those people that I just want to play D Dust over and over and over again. It'll, just load, it'll reload it. I mean, it won't. I mean, if you have the server set to just only play that. Map. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, because you search for dust. Like it has it has three different modes. It has dust mission, and then it has hostage, and then it has bomb or whatever. What's dust mission? It's supposed to be, I guess, just D Dust and Dust Two. So, but it doesn't. Like, I guess it just picks a server out of the list or whatever and just that it's on dust or listed or whatever. Because I'll load into, like, 
all kinds of different maps when I picked that option. Is Office in there? Yeah, Office is in there. God damn. Italy. Inferno. I don't know about Italy. Inferno, which is um, you running around through the back alleyways and shit of like this city. Uh, you have Nuke, which is a nuclear power plant. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Aztec, which is like... It seems like there used to be a compound map. Compound map. Like where you're infiltrating a, a kind of... um. Almost like a Waco or Montana. Hmm. I think they released it while we were playing Counter Strike Source originally, way back mm-hmm. in two thousand fucking five. I'd have to look at it. I don't. I, I may or may not know what you're talking about. So the thing that it just makes me laugh because I, you know, like when they released it, they have to put D Dust and they have to put D Dust Two in there. So yeah. you, it's counterintuitive. You you in in a vacuum if you didn't know about. If you didn't know about PC gaming and what PC or what gamers want mm-hmm. from a classic franchise, you would think, oh, well, they better put a bunch of new maps in there. None of those old maps because people would be pissed they had to play those old maps again. No, the exact opposite. You better get those old maps in there, and we don't want too many well, of those new maps. That's also the, that's because it's tournament. You know, it's like competitive, right? So they want to play what they know. They don't right. really want to play. Oh, let me tell you. The sound in that game is, like, fucking wonky. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can hear people running across the map right now. Like, you can hear... Oh. Like, I mean, you don't hear... It's not... It just... You know, you just... You can just hear it so very the, so slightly. Well, that's good then, But right? then as they get... But you can't really pin... I mean, it's like... You can't really tell, like, if it's a, above you, below you, to the left or to the right of... I mean, it's, I mean, you can tell it's the left or right of you, but you don't really know if it's above or below you. Mm. And... It can because it can yeah. get a little wonky. Well, that's real life, though. I mean, you can, really... But another thing is stupid is that you can hear like I could hear uh, the guy. He was he was around a corner, and I could hear him scoping. Like I could hear him switching the levels of scope. <laughs> and I was like, "Why? Well, I, I shouldn't be able to hear that." That's that's weird. Him I mean, zooming in. Would and, you be able to hear that? Does that make a little noise? What did it sound yeah, like? Was just it, like. Z- I don't know if a a scope might make that noise when you do that. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Like if you're zooming in and out? I'm pretty sure you just focus it or something. I don't really know if it clicks. But Hmm. I'm just saying, like, I shouldn't be able to hear it. All the time you fired a sniper rifle in real life, right? I'm just saying we don't really know. Maybe it makes a little noise. Honestly, I don't think think scopes are supposed to be able to go from two times to four times to ten times, you know? Yeah. I think they're supposed to be just a measure, you know, just a constant. Scope. Well, it depends on the scope, right? I guess. I think the kind of scopes that if can I go in between off. makes a little clicky noise. If I had a sniper rifle, I guess. <laughs> but I'm just thinking of, you know, like a 22 or something. Just a normal yeah. rifle. But that bolt, the old bolt. Is the old bolt yeah. rifle in there? Like yeah. when you don't I get mean, the alt or, you, or uh, the op. Yeah. You always get that a little, little bolt scout. rifle. Yeah. That was what it was. Scout. Yeah, they got some new. They've added some new weapons. They have like a sawed-off shotgun that's in there. Uh, they got some some other weapons in there. The I would say the system's a little different. Yeah, how so? Um, it's now. I think they've actually changed up the order of them because I'm used to hitting B and then a number mm. to get to a menu. I think they might have switched that up a little bit because I find myself in a different menu that I'm. I'm like, oh, I wanted to buy armor. I didn't want to buy grenades or something. You know, you wanted to buy armor. Yeah. Oh, that's different from Counter Strike Source, right? Like I thought. Well, old I mean, Counter Spike, nobody really bought armor. If you have the money, you'll buy it. But, yeah, and you can't, 
you can't stack um you can't stack flashbangs. You can only carry one flashbang at a time. You used to carry two. Hmm. So people are like, ugh. Just being able to carry two. They gotta do a little bit of balance thing. Uh, well, I remember watching Matt, and it would just be like run up, toss a flashbang over like way over yeah. an entire building because he knows where it's gonna land, right. and then he would run up to the door and throw another one inside. And they've added the incinerator. You saw, I think, me throw it or something. Maybe yeah, it I thought the fire. Yeah, like know. a Molotov. Yeah, and that's good. I guess it blocks an area. Yeah, off. It How does long does it block last? An area off for just about probably like. Five to ten seconds. Okay, it's pretty cool because it breaks and then it slowly spreads out. Mm. And it's really good if you can catch some catch some people, you know, in a room or something with it, because they'll have, yeah. they'll get at least a little bit burnt. It doesn't do much, but it can kill people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a nice way to like block people from going a certain way for yeah. just a second, just to get around. Still got smoke but, grenades, but they're so fucking expensive. Oh, they're eight like eight hundred and fifty dollars for. For an incinerator compared to $300 for a, a exploding a high-impact grenade or a high-explosive grenade. That's uh, a regular frag grenade. That's a regular frag grenade. Wow, yeah. And then $200 for a smoke or $200 for a flashbang. Maybe $300 for a smoke. Either way, it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Really fucking expensive. But. And can you they've only added carry... a decoy grenade, which you can throw it, and it just starts making gunfire and stuff. Is that a real-life grenade? That sounds like know. That sounds goofy. That doesn't. That sounds like. I don't know. Oh, everything's realistic, and suddenly we added some Team Fortress Two weapons into yeah, here. I mean, well, I guess. You Does know, it blow up like an like a? Well, it just sparks, like an enemy faction walks around. <laughs> <laughs> that seems weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, and you bringing it up, I, I played that Team Fortress Two new update, man yeah. versus machine. Is it a lot like Sanctum? No, not. Um, not really. I mean, I guess you I don't mean, put as many turrets yeah, down. Yeah, you can only do engineers are the only ones that can put turrets oh, down. Oh, there's not. It's just you. Yeah, it's just your class versus. Oh, okay. So it's just you and five other people because you're going to pay up to six versus a wave of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's a wonky UI hmm. um, because if you alt-tab at any time or something like that, your screen will get cut off like at the top showing you what's going to come through in that level hmm. and the progress bar it'll get cut off. So people will be like, oh man, there's going to be, all right, we got this coming through, this coming through. Ooh, that's going to look t-. And I was like, what are you talking about? And like, you could just look at the top and it's like, my progress bar would be cut in half. And like, what it usually does is show you the, the level bar of, you know, whenever you're going through the level, it moves it down, whatever. Uh, and then below it, it's supposed to have pictures, little icons for all the, the different types of enemies you're going to get. And then the number of how many each one's going to have. So when I'm looking at it, I can't see any of those icons or numbers on it. And they're like, yeah, if you alt-tab out or something like that, your UI can So it does it to up. everybody. Yeah. Hmm. A little bugs. little bugs, I guess. And also, you know, if you're like me and you haven't played Team Fortress 2 mm-hmm. or don't play it that much, you don't have all the cool upgrade mm-hmm. pieces that apparently you're supposed to have. Every other motherfucker's running around like Batman and Robin. <laughs> and you're like, they got I'm a whole fucking utility guy. belt guy. You know, yeah. Yeah. Wearing all kinds of cool outfit shit, and some guy pulls out a shotgun. And you're like, "Yeah, hey, I got a shotgun like that." And then it like converts into a boxing glove and starts throwing boxing gloves at people. You're like, "What the fuck is going on with right. this game?" Yeah, because uh, somebody was like, "Because uh, uh, I was playing with Hatredy and uh, Belsauce joined in with us, mm. and uh, talking about he was like, you got a range thing or something?' I don't know what the fuck they said, a ranger." And I was like, "I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about." 
I got a Bills hat. Can I wear a Bills? Will a Bills hat do anything? Got pills here. And they were like, I think I got like six of them or something. And so Eric tried to trade with me. <laughs> Motherfucker. He tried to trade with me, and because we were sitting at the trade window for so long, it kicked me out because <laughs> I was inactive. <laughs> so that was kind of a pain in the ass. I had to rejoin that. Luckily, it saved. What, what it is is like every at the end of every round, at the beginning of the round, beginning of the game, you can upgrade your stuff. You get some credits based on what you're doing. What do you mean by upgrade your stuff? You know, just like any tower defense game, you get money during the course of the game, and then you can, in between levels, well, yeah, but I mean, what are you, you upgrading? Well, you, you said can, there aren't any. T- uh, you can upgrade turrets. your your abilities. So, like, like I'm sure the sniper rifle guy can make his stuff better. He can make you know. Uh, so it's just basic more power. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I only played engineer, so I know that I could make my sentries shoot faster. I could give them more health. Hmm. I could make it so my dispensers had bigger range. Okay. Um, These are actually pretty cool little upgrades. Uh, you can get a power-up canteen doing... You can either find one while you're playing, or you can craft one. However the fuck you craft shit beats the fuck out of me. Apparently you can get some metal somehow, and you can craft them. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, you, and when you get the power-up canteen, you can put stuff in there like um, auto-refill. Like You have three charges. You can uh, refill all your ammo. Uh, instantly you can be teleported to spawn instantly you can um uh build make all your stuff level three instantly so that was really good for me that's what i did as an engineer in case any of my stuff blew up i wanted to make sure i could drop it and just make it level three all of a sudden um do you get the impression that if everybody on the team would just play engineer you could now, fucking oh, you know i'm not gonna say nothing <laughs> well well i think you just all had fucking rocket launching the, machine gun turrets. The conclusion I could come up with is if you ever have more than, if you ever have two or more engineers and they start sending out sentry busters, which are sentry busters. Yeah, there. It's a giant mine. You know, mm-hmm. you know those kind of floating mines in the water. It's a giant mine with legs that runs around looking uh, for a sentry. And okay. It, and when it gets to a sentry gun. It just sits there for a couple of seconds and charges up, and it's going to blow up. So you can, right. but you can pick up your sentry gun and just take it out of the range while, oh, while okay. it's doing its charge up thing. But it'll blow up anything in that area. Mm-hmm. Will but, it do damage to you if you're nearby? Oh yeah, it'll kill you. Oh, yeah. What's the respawn on that? On what? On just like the game when you die, what happens? Uh, it depends. Uh, we played one on one server and we we failed, and it just took us to the next level on others it'll let you just keep on retrying hmm. but otherwise it's like counter-strike you don't respawn you just have to no you keep on respawning okay. sorry sorry yeah you keep on keep on respawning but you do get a respawn timer based on you know i think your number of times you've died so far or something but you can press h and spend credits hmm. to respawn credits. immediately yeah your currency that you're getting can i spend money to get credits? Uh, I don't know about that. I bet you can. I don't think so. I doubt it. Because you're just getting this as you play the level. It doesn't carry over anything. It wouldn't be it wouldn't make sense to buy credits. Hmm. You don't okay. get cuz you're not you're not get, it's not progressive or anything. You're not really It's not progressive. Well, I mean, so you're saying that if your daughter if your sister dies in a car wreck and progressive right, is your insurer, they won't pay. They won't pay for the uh defense. They won't pay nope. for your killer's defense. Nope. They won't. Well, that's good. That's good of them. Uh, so I'm, ha- I have, I'm having fun with those two things. 
I felt get bad because Blue Torch sent me a message on Steam. You didn't play any DayZ? No, I haven't played DayZ in <gasps> probably a week. <gasps> I was running. I, I ran into a barn. I looted some stuff and then I logged out of the barn. That's that's the last time. I mean, that was like a week <laughs> ago, I guess. I, I got kind of pissed off from that hacker. It was like... What hacker? The hacker that like teleported me all the fucking way across oh. the map. And I was like... That was the last Just thing? traveling in that game just annoys the piss out of me right now. Because it's yeah. just... Take, I mean, if like, you know... Like if Blue's off doing something else across the map, I don't want to have to like sit there. You know, I don't have to run for 20 minutes to get over there to him. Word. Especially when there's a chance I could just be teleported somewhere else or a hacker could kill me. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, I mean, I just assume wait for the standalone when they yeah. can. And by the time the standalone comes out, I assume they'll. I assume I'm probably making an ass out of you and me <laughs> that they'll put in a put a in some kind system, of punishments, yeah. maybe a little more secure. Because it seems like the hacking is really getting rampant. Popular, rampant is the perfect word. Well, it'd be nice if <clears throat> if people could actually. When they ban somebody, it sends it to the global list and bans them permanently. Who can ban? Like the server admins. See, but that would be a problem, though. Well, the thing is that they have to go through the DayZ people anyways to get a server, don't they? Do they? I don't know. As far as I, I knew, they know. did. I thought they, from what I remember I just worry on podcasts, that the, the DayZ people put like a pretty strict thing on, on making servers. I wouldn't want one person to have the power to ban me from all servers. Just in case he's a vindictive asshole. I guess so. Because you know what happened. Probably. As long as you can get him off the one server, that's fine. Shouldn't really be server hopping anyway. Well, yeah, but you don't want him to just go to another server and fuck over somebody else's day. I mean, well, see. Uh, so going to emails, we got this email in from Grandpa Joe. Says, hi guys, how are you all doing? Weekly segment sounds good, but I'm not sure I can commit to such a task. I'm looking forward to trying out Guild Wars 2. How about you guys? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of mm-hmm. lukewarm on Guild Wars 2. I yeah. mean, it looks really cool, but it's... I've also heard a lot of people say that at the end of the day, it's still a go-kill-ten-of-these-things MMO. Mm-hmm. And I... That drives me away so hardcore. It, I'm going to have to see some kind of video or review when it comes out that, that shows me what's cool about it. Mm-hmm. That really gets me into it. I don't know. If Blizzard spent nearly 12 years making the game Diablo and it shipped with lots of bugs and missing features like PvP, what? then what hope is there for the MMO Titan? Does he mean Diablo 3? Maybe I'm just jumping on to conclusions before we have any news on it. I'm sure he does. 12 years? They haven't worked on it that long. That's... Since the last one come I out, mean, isn't they've it? been working on it, but it's it's that kind of Blizzard way of working on it. Like the we had Diablo, thirty they minutes had, they today. Had, well, they let's, had the well, no, put 30 no, I was gonna say they had the Diablo two people working on it, but then they did that for a few years, but then <coughs> they didn't like the direction that was going, and all those people left to go form. I mean, some of them went and formed the people that made Hellgate London. Um, some what of those guys, some of those guys formed the Torchlight Company. Um, uh, keeping up with the future talk from last week, I have to tell you that I really envy the young people these days. Not because they are young, but because the things they have access to and the technologies they will have in a few years. Just to give you an example, back in the day, getting your hands on a raunchy magazine was considered a feat of strength. You would be hailed as a hero among your friends. 
But these days, every kid and their dog have access to the internet, and with a few clicks, you are on your way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure in a few years, newborns will come out of their mo- mother's wombs with smartphones and tablets in their hands. As usual, I would like to hear your thoughts. Till next time, take care, Grandpa Joe. Yep. Oh yeah, I mean like I'm envis- I'm, I'm envious of the youth from a hundred years from now that I'll never see. <laughs> well, I think we've talked. I don't know. I don't know. You know, nuclear holocaust and everything. Oh you know? right. I mean, like fallout, all that revolution. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't. And the power goes out. I mean, I, I think I've. I think we've talked about it on on the podcast before about like their toys and stuff of how how much better they are than what we had. You oh know, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, um, the video games nowadays. I mean, I I don't even know if kids have slink if they've even gotten a slinky nowadays. You know, like or the really young ones. You know, any any of the like Lincoln logs. I mean, do kids even get Lincoln logs anymore? No, I, I mean, think, I mean, no. No, they play with Lego Mindstorm. <laughs> they play with the most amazing Lego, because uh, ele- they have those Legos that have the electrical motors and stuff yeah. with them and that kind of shit. Yeah. To, to your point, though, I, I think it would be interesting if some worldwide disaster did happen or whatever. Wow, what? Ash- no, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, it would be interesting. You can't deny oh, that. I can't deny interesting that. Interesting isn't automatically a good adjective. But it would be interesting if something like that happened and we ended up in a post-apocalyptic environment. You and me are sitting around the campfire, you know, eating dog, striving to live. And we'd be like, whoa, dude, we lived the pinnacle of, of society. We lived the pinnacle of civilization. That, that, be, that time we had. That would be sad. Oh, yeah, it'd be sad. It would just I be. I feel sorry for but anybody. At the, at the same time, live. you'd be like. At least we got to live at the pinnacle. I mean, you would like to think that in, you know, 400 years from there, we would build ourselves back up. This brings up an interesting <clears throat> interesting topic because uh, I was having a discussion with a coworker, and uh, she was like, you know what? I'm just going to be like, whatever. You know, I don't really, you know, if a zombie apocalypse happened, you know, I just, I wouldn't care. You know, I wouldn't try to. Like, she made would it seem like she wouldn't, like. Fight for herself? She wouldn't fight. You know, she, she wouldn't. Just give herself she over? She would just. You know, she was like, wherever it happens, that's where I'll be. You know, like, like it's just, it's, she's, like, what? she was doomed to, like, you know, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you, wait, you can't you just know, be apathetic you, I mean, like, about your own survival. That doesn't make any like, sense. People, people can rise up again, you know, I mean, they can rebuild. I mean, they can, yeah. they can, it's not like, it's just going to be, that's it, guys. <laughs> well, shit's hit the fan. Let's just fucking give up. Uh, whatever. Like, I mean, you can, people can still try to rebuild civilization no matter what the post-apocalyptic scenario is. I mean. What was her response to that? She was like, well, I'll just, I'll be wherever it's at. Like, like she, she, like, like she doesn't. This is a coaster. This is like, she's just going to float with the breeze. She doesn't want. She doesn't sound like she's going to be a very productive member of society. I I told her, I was like, I'm not. I said, you're going to be one of those people that's going to be in the room, and they're going to be like, I just got to get out of here. And they're just going to go run out a fucking door and leave and the door open. The door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everything. just let things come in. I'm yeah. like, you're going to be one of those people. Like, We're going to have to kill this person, Matt. You and me. We're gonna have, When the shit <laughs> hits the fan, like, yeah, we're like, going to her house, and we're taking her I out. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want you in my party. No. You know? like, 
<laughs> she would be like if you were let's say the world was like uh final fantasy she would be that one member that finds all the random fucking encounters <laughs> yeah yeah you'd be like strolling along you're like yeah okay town's right up there random encounter fuck you're like okay we just got out of that fight random encounter what the fuck she's she's mary in uh in or not mary whatever the hobbit is in lord of the rings full of a took the one that the one that knocks the one that knocks the skeleton into the well on accident when they're in when they're in oh, uh, the Mordor thing or whatever. Yeah, and it, you just like hear it as it's like <laughs> falling all the way down, and they're like, "You piece of shit, we should throw you down that goddamn well." That's her. That's that person. What's uh, the, what's this person's first name or first I initial? Not, I'll first tell in, you. I'll tell you after. First I'll initial tell you afterwards. Is it? Do they work over? Where I'll you, tell you where afterwards. You used to work. All right. This next email. You can't give me that. From, you can't I can't. Me... I can't off the, off off the podcast. All you gotta do is like. Does she work in the same building as I do? This this comes in from. Uh, uh, you pussy. <laughs> there's no, you don't even have to be Kaneva. scared of it. There's like no way. It comes in from Kadeva. It says hello. I am a beautiful young lady. Hello. I am a beautiful young lady. Ooh. How young? Li- Not too Li- young. Lydamilla Kadeva mm. with chestnut hair, and Ooh. I have a good sense of humor. I love chestnut hair and good sense of humor. My best friends say that I'm really reliable and sociable. I want to meet a venturous man for a long relationship. All right. I hope that I'll meet in my destiny straightforward man. Matt. Matt, Matt, please tell me there's a link I can click on. I hope you will be able not only to take my love, but to present me his. Ooh, she speaks well. I find you, my dear. I think that every person is worth to be happy. My this profile, is the love of my life. My profile you find here. English is a little which broken, is, but, you know, she's foreign. HTTP colon slash slash Jennifera Brettschheider dot populous dot ch jennifer is a beautiful name free registration exclamation point she sounds german point. you will never be sad with me so don't with question mark instead of an apostrophe don't waste don't your time fun- and i swear that my interest will be the part of your life that you back won't off of her, disappoint Matt. you don't make fun of her <laughs> smiley face that's my new that's my new lady my new lady friend you just lady forward that on to me and mail. uh this comes in from Callie, I'm sending the subject. Is, Hello, I'm, I'm sending this letter from Hawaii via Coconut Mail Express. Hopefully, it gets to you. Aloha, folks. How's it going? Anyway, in response to your talking about Hawaiian people are so goddamn proud that they're in Hawaii. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on the highest uh, highest cost of living in America. <laughs> Anyways, in response to your talk about Alaska and Hawaii not being able to enter sweepstakes, yeah, I kind of die a little whenever I hear that it only applies to the continental U.S. Although I've also seen sweepstakes where you could win a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> so I just kind of kind of laughed at myself as I imagine all the people entering for a chance to come to Hawaii to when be, I've lived here my entire life. To be <laughs> fair, I think she would still enter the win a trip to Hawaii because they would pay for the awesome hotel on the beach, which she probably doesn't live in. You know, I'm, I'm sure she I'm doesn't gonna, live in I don't know beach. if it's a girl or not. This one's, I don't know. Callie? I mean, Callie? Is it C-A-L-I? Short for California. Which obviously name. is a woman. <laughs> that state would that state would have a vagina instead of a penis. But uh, you know that vacation would have like zip lining and all the stuff you expect oh, to do uh, in Hawaii. Hawaii. So she would probably still totally go for that, right? I'm curious if she would uh, see. I'd use that. I would parlay that, and then she could use give the tickets. To like people she knew that live in the states, so they could come over mm-hmm. and hang out with her during that time. And then she, 
No. No. I was gonna, well, I was going to say she could parlay that into just taking a one-way trip over to America mm. and then using, instead of the return flight, she could just use it for the trip. Right. I wonder if, yeah, I'm sure it's scheduled for you. Right. Well, you could then no schedule around could, like, it. I mean. You could, no, no way you could, like, can we, can we turn these around? Can I leave Hawaii first and come back? And they'd be like, what? That doesn't make any, why would you? It's because, and then she'd come up with some bullshit reason. Right. Try and make something up. I don't know what in the world you would think of to make up. I have a dying that. uncle, and I was going to be visiting him then anytime, and I've already bought the tickets. Oh, bring in the dying family member. I yeah. like it. Sympathy points. Uh, but I think you can always cash out all, all those contest prizes anyways, can't you? I don't know. This comes in from Larry. says, Paul Prince in the snow. The cable guy? Hey, guys. Just finished listening to 206 and your discussion about Blizzard's weird patching strategy. I was reminded of a set of patch notes during BC that had this line. Fixed an issue where night elf mounts were not leaving prints in the snow while walking backwards. I think I remember this. Uh, Gonna channel Angry Nerd here. Why would they have a dude specifically working on that issue while I still have to drop my fucking totems one at a fucking time with a fucking global cooldown between each fucking one? Because that was back when Burning Crusade was there, you know? Right. Uh, alas, I've been thinking of getting back into WoW for Miss and have a dilemma that you might be able to address. Hmm. Don't. <laughs> there you go. Addressed. I have a set of characters that, include, that includes a level 85 of every class except two and Fuck. every profession except two maxed. These characters are Don't. Not, <laughs> these characters are not on the server I wish to play on. And I have such crippling alt-itis that instead of enjoying the game, I found myself paralyzed with indecision over which character to focus on. I accepted a scroll and moved a character I wasn't actually that crazy about, and it kind of went to waste. My other option is to start fresh with the recruiter friend and not have to worry about alt-woes and hundreds of dollars in character transfers slash faction changes, but I'd be losing all that hard work and perks like heirlooms and such. Any input would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again for all the laughs, Larry, a.k.a. Colonial Saren. Oh. Hey there. He plays Serious Sam with us. Uh, I don't think there's any advice we can give him. I mean, it's sort of a personal decision, you know? Right. I don't... I mean... Our advice is to not... My advice would be to... I mean, so do you want to do Facts and Change too? I mean... He, he doesn't I, I know which... Can, I think they made it so you could cross fact. Didn't they? Wasn't that one of the things was you could group up with a person and do quests now? Cross faction? No, cross realm. Wasn't that one of the things that we were talking about? How you could you could do that with mists now because they were going to make people go to like these instant servers or something like when you're questing for areas. Yeah, but I don't know if you get to choose. I think it was just a way to balance out the populations between. Uh, I thought we we were talking about. Hmm. I really don't know. Oh wait, maybe it was the fact that, yeah, if you were on the same server, you could still you could actually not see each other because you would be in two different instant areas. Yeah, but you would have to group up. But it said that would make it maybe make it okay. Maybe that was what I was thinking of. I mean, I don't know. You're not sure what class you want to play. Yeah, we can't really that. And I, I right now I can't ever encourage anybody to blow money on faction changes, realm transfers, shit Mm-mm. for WoW. Mm-mm. Especially, I mean. Guild Wars 2 is coming out. Yeah, try some Guild Wars 2. Spend, you might spend your money on that before you actually spend money towards transferring people. Right. Buy you a copy of that. 
It's also the beginning of the gaming season coming up. Fall, mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. a popular. You know, you, you can just hold, just hold, just hold off, mm-hmm. man. Some good games. Borderlands Two is in September. It's very mm-hmm. soon. Right. Uh, last email here from Trace says, hey guys, I was wondering if any of you guys have played Slender. It's a free downloadable game that is really simple. I almost loaded that up today. scary as shit. I literally screamed out loud with the lights on and my wife in the room. Blowjob, 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 Trace. Jeremy played, Jeremy played it. I mean, he talked about it. Thanks for listening to the podcast, fucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the takeaway I get from it is that it's there's not a lot of game to it, and it's pretty much just shock factor. That it's right. not... It's not particularly scary so much as like, oh, and the cat jumped out of the cupboard. This coming from the guy that played Dear Esther, right? Yes. What's your point? The point is, Slender has more gameplay than Dear Esther. I I know I agree. Remember, I I should talk to Dear Esther. I had a problem with it, but Dear Esther has a uh, a much you more. You actually pay for Dear Esther. Dear Esther has a much more extensive storyline, and it's and it's and and length. I mean, there's a lot to it. And it's got a way better uh, 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 graphics engine. Hey, and better art. To, hey. It also has original music, which people is actually love very Minecraft. good. All right, people do love Minecraft. I wish Minecraft would get transported out of goddamn Java, so I didn't have to feel like, man, I can play Crisis Three, everything maxed out, but I'm having trouble running Minecraft. Look at Java. Uh, all right, you got anything? Any random topic or anything? Uh, I wanted to say that. Um, Again, fantasy football, we want to do oh, a Jesus. league with our fans. We had two leagues last year. I don't know if we're going to have... I mean, I don't know if we're going to have like everybody that wanted to play want to play again. Mm-hmm. I would just assume just try and do one league if we actually get enough people. Um, then 20 man league? I would do it. I would, man I'd do a fat league just for something interesting. 14, 16? What do you say to that? I mean, you're joking, but are you no, being serious? I'm you don't want to do that serious. at all? Fuck no. No, okay. You know, the player pool on that would be terrible. Yeah, I know. You would hate it so bad. When those I waiver wire pickups come up and you're I like, agree. oh my God, I got to like take. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's the kind of league you just don't feel good about at yeah. any point. Anything beyond 12, you're like. That's um, why it's like, I kind of want to get into that man's league thing, but then I don't because. Of how terrible that player base is. Yeah. When they're talking about, yeah, my key player was Willis McGee. Spring <laughs> guy. You know, and you're like, wow. Um I think they play two quarterbacks in that league too, don't they? I think they do. I think so, yeah. I hate that shit too. Hmm. I do not agree with the two quarterbacks. But anyway, um tweet who should they tweet? Or email. I guess they can tweet at Outlandish Matt or they can There you go. Email us at letters at Outlandish Cast. Yeah. If you want to play Outlandish Podcast. I mean, and we really need to draft next weekend, don't we? We can do it this September weekend. Well, it's Labor Day weekend, so I don't know if a lot of people don't like to do that kind of stuff on that weekend in case nobody's there. I mean, we can if that's what you want to do. Do it that Friday or something just while Jeremy's here. We can Make do that, a, yeah. Be like, look, bitch, you haven't been here in two weeks, all right? You better you shut gotta, the fuck up. Well, he'll be here next week. Right. Which, uh, that PC Gamer draft is like 11 o'clock at night, by the way, just so you know. Is it? Okay, whatever. Or 10 o'clock at night. Is it next weekend, I assume? Yeah, next Friday. Uh, So, yeah, just send a tweet at Outlandish Matt or send an email to letters at outlandishpodcast.com. And and serious contenders, please. Don't, I mean, honestly, unless you're genuinely interested in trying it, if you're just, I don't, I don't really want anybody that's just like, yeah, I'll give that a shot, whatever. Yeah, 
And then they just abandon their team. Yeah, three I weeks hate in. that fucking shit. I'm so sick of that shit. And I need to go back. I'm going to go back and look at the previous league. Uh-huh. And uh, I want to compare, see if any of these people that say they want to play or any, if, we, if it's mm-hmm. any of these people that went like 2 and six, two and 14 or whatever. They didn't give a shit. Uh, all right. What happened to prizes and cereal, Justin? Are they not there anymore? What? Well, I mean, like I bought this bag, of, I bought this box of Fruit Loops. There's no prize in that. Yeah. I think all the cereals you've bought, they don't have prizes in well, that. Most of the cereals I bought are buy are more the. Well, well you've you've bought the cook, stuff. You've bought Cookie Crisp before, no, and I don't buy Cookie Crisp. It fucks up the roof of my mouth. Oh, I thought you corn pops. That. I like the s'mores cereal, and you're right. I don't ever get a prize in that. I don't know. That's a good. Well, I, I mean, guess like, they just. I mean, I guess Fruit Loops should have a prize in it. I mean, it's Fruit Loops for Christ's sakes. Yeah, they must have done some market research and realized that. But hey, Cracker didn't. Jacks, they still exist. Apparently, I was thinking about the other day, yep. and then I went to the dollar store. I was like, "Wow, Cracker Jacks!" So I was like, "Okay, it's got granted, a surprise inside. It's probably a tattoo or a sticker, but well, it better be. You know what I'm saying? For the Cracker Jack experience, what are these? Hell, oh, I guess that's glue. Oh, there's the. Just, I don't know, 120 calories, Justin. I was kind of surprised. There's three servings per container. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was one serving per container. Wait, wait, no. Oh, this this is a container. Okay. The separatable three pack. So you're right. One package. 120. Yeah, that's pretty good. For caramelly popcorn stuff. Is there peanuts in yeah, here? Yeah, peanuts in there too. Mm. Mm. Uh, does Cracker Jack still Can exist? I one of these? <laughs> something tells me. That was something like this. The- you read the question, the first, yeah, uh, the first question, second. Uh, so um, I only got this. This is my last thing. I, I, I haven't been three point five in it up this week. I've been kind of busy. Is there something? I was trying to think. Sorry, I was trying to think if there was something I could. What add. happened to the crash test dummies? Ooh, can I have one of these? Yeah, I just sure. noticed that you had like a whole bunch of just them. Just get one of the other pack because okay. I already went to split. There you go. You know the crash test. I don't know what happened to the crash test dummies. I mean, they only had, they only had the one hit. No, no, I'm talking about the other one. The, cra- the actual oh. crash test dummies. They... You can learn a lot from a dummy. Yeah. Look at your safety belt. I don't know. That's a good question. Because I was thinking, you know, with all the retro stuff that they want to bring back, they should bring those back for the anti-texting commercials. I agree. And they could make teen, tween ones or something. Teen. They can make teen versions. They're well, texting. And then the crash test dummies could come up like they're their parents and be like, you shouldn't be texting. That's and like when he shakes his hand at it, his hand falls off. Yeah, 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 because it's the crush system. Yeah. That's a good, I like these ideas. I mean, they're doing pretty good with the whole disabled, mentally handicapped person holding up like, oh, man. hey, where? I mean, those are pretty good. You get the yeah. scare tactics going on. Of like, I feel this so is- bad, though. I feel, I'm, I'm like, oh, man. Well, yeah, you're supposed to feel bad. So bad that you don't text while Especially driving. Especially if they're victims. Like they weren't the ones texting somebody else. Like, like the I woman, feel bad when it's the person holding up the text that they, they sent, the, the and the other person's them. not there because they're dead. Yeah, because yeah. she was talking about her sister or whatever. She's like, "This killed my sister." This is yeah. the text I sent my sister. She was reading when she died. But at the same time, she I kind of feel read. like that person want to be like, "Now, to be fair, she didn't she have, have to, to read, read it. it. <laughs> I didn't know she was driving." Okay, she's like yelling to people around her. Yeah, I mean... That's like, not my fault! Right? That's, like... I don't... How am I supposed to know she, where she was at? We didn't use the Google tracking system. <laughs> and it comes back around. 
All right. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 207 of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letters at outlandishpodcast.com. Also, if you want to join up on the Fantasy Football League. Cracker Jack was bought by Frito-Lay. Which we'll be doing a live draft. Oh, that's where it went to. No wonder those Cracker Jacks now smell like feet. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to uh, send us a Twitter, you can at Outlandish Cash. You can send uh, Justin uh, tweets at Outlandish Beats. You can send one to Jeremy at Atlantis Jerry. You can send me one at Atlantis Matt. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. Thanks for listening to episode 207. We will catch you in 208 where Jeremy will make his triumphant return sure from Dallas, so. which he will bring some happy tomato lucky salsa. Yay! I don't know what, actually the Super fun time. Happy tomato salsa. Happy times. Happy FaceTime tomato salsa. I don't we'll really. We'll find out. We'll find out. Can you make a salsa without tomatoes, Justin? Is that um, possible? You have to, I think, right? Well, what is tomatillo? What is that made of? Just of green, green tomatoes? tomatoes? I don't think Maybe so. Maybe chilies. Think, Maybe it's made a, out of chilies. I think a salsa has to be tomato-based. I don't, I don't know. know what you would use know. instead. What's like a tomato that you could use? Carrots. <laughs> Nothing like Carrots a tomato. Carrots have a lot of juice. A lot of juice. Plums. <laughs> a plum? Uh, I could see a plum salsa before a... A peach, then? Could you say a peach salsa? They should make that. Why don't they make fruit salsas? I'd fucking eat a fruit salsa. And they, salsa. And you I love would, pineapple what salsa. What would you dip? What would you dip in there? Banana chips? Oh, my God. This sounds amazing. Do I mean, banana it, chips it's no longer fruit? really <laughs> chips and salsa, per se. Yes, it is. It's dehydrated bananas. I would eat Chips shit out of that. With I don't know. All right. Maybe like a maybe like a sugared uh tortilla chip instead mm. of the salted. What is this like a cinnamon crisps or something? You're making like some You can you can dip uh cinnamon twist from a mm-hmm. Taco Bell yeah, into it, yeah, but not yeah. Taco Bell because right. you've got a fancy salsa right. you need yeah. to home make those things. Maybe maybe the sopapilla. Uh, uh-huh. The sopapilla okay. stuff. Yeah. Pour some honey in there. Maybe you just take uh flour tortillas and then sprinkle cinnamon on them and there bake you them. Go. There you go and make them like a little crispy thing there. Dip All right. Uh, thanks for this episode 207. We'll catch you in 208. Bye. Yeah. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for Outlandish. Good enough.